Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, do you know where your iPhone app is? We have it. It is done. It's finally done. It is out in the world. I downloaded it myself. I downloaded the iPhone app on my phone yesterday. Uh, So I I have degeneracy wherever I go. It's amazing. Good job there, Arch. Yeah, I didn't think we could get it done. What's going on, Panther? So... You made an app for those people. What about those normal Android people? Can we use it? We have app for Android as well. Yeah, we have apps for both right. platforms. Links to either All one, right. Google or Apple, in the description. Sweet. Well, you got all you DJs know what to do. Then get your app, and uh, so you can listen to us even easier. Uh, it's good to be back. Hopefully, we don't have any issues. Uh, Cleveland and being out of sorts and where I was yesterday kind of left me out of the loop. So I'm back and we'll see what happens. All right. And uh, what's going on? Run line rich. Yeah, I'm the old fart in the group. So I, I still just use a computer, write everything down on paper, have index cards. So uh, I'll be downloading the apps shortly to my iPhone. And I'm one of those, I'm not one of those fragile iPhone users. So I, I'm thinking about maybe going out and getting a, a Google phone. <laughs> Nice, nice. But yeah, no, the app's there. So you can post to the social degeneracy side, no problem. You can keep an eye on the blog and, and all our posts. 
And in theory, you can just use DGen Radio if you wanted to get rid of your... I know there was somebody out there wanted to get rid of their podcast app because all they used it was for degeneracy, they said. In theory, you could just click over to DGen Radio in your app and just listen there. You wouldn't have to have a separate podcast player. I think that makes sense. Listen, it's all about consolidation. I, You know, yesterday, I spent like eight hours transferring photos and videos off my wife's phone. Eight hours hours that was plugged in that's how much data gets accumulated on these phones and sometimes when you have that many videos and photos on your phone you can't fit too many apps so process of natural selection here is have one app that does everything right so you just download our app get rid of your podcast app you're all good right you can even get rid of that stupid espn app you just listen to panther <laughs> ESPN lines, ESPN stats, all from Panther. Right, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah. You don't need ESPN. Let Panther be your conduit to everything <laughs> going on. It's it's my source for everything not accurate. How's that? Which describes most of what we get on TV nowadays. That's, that's, that's true. All right. So, hey, man, we hit that uh, Seattle game yesterday. Hot damn, man. Hot damn. It saved my day yesterday. Well, it didn't save my day. I was still in the in the red, but I would have been way in the red if it wasn't for that Seattle game. Oh, holy shit. Good on them. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I was selling art before you joined, Max. It's, it, it actually turned out to be a great thing that I missed the show. I was really busy yesterday. Yesterday ended up being like a 16-hour day for me. But then I went back and looked at all the scores and everything that happened. I would have lost my ass on everything. Basketball, hockey, baseball. So, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling your pain where the Mariners saved you because you probably got killed on everything else. Mm, brutal. All right. Well, let's get kicked in the dick here for today, Max. Let's do it. Uh, let's look at the NBA. First up, we've got Orlando, Milwaukee. Uh, Magic opened up plus 14. They are plus 14 right now. I'm 13 and 14 in my NBA picks since since the bubble. Like I started off strong pre playoffs. I was actually making more money pre playoffs. Playoffs. I've just been absolutely dreadful. Uh, Another bad day yesterday in in the NBA for me. So looking at the Magic and Bucks here with this line, I mean, what the fuck do I do? (laughs) Like, I mean, in in Game Four, and uh, I, I said that it's it's tough to cover three straight games in the playoffs, especially with those big lines. And the Bucks covered. Now, technically speaking, as Rich pointed out yesterday, they shouldn't have covered. You know, uh, up only 12 when the foul fest began. But they did. They covered. And now so the, the line is what? You're saying 14 now? It was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Bucks dominated the last game, but specifically the fourth quarter. And that's when Chris Middleton was just absolutely unstoppable. Magic uh, could definitely have used Aaron Gordon on the court. They could definitely use him again today, but once again, he's questionable, so I doubt that he's going to play. Vucevic's doing whatever he can to keep this team afloat. Uh, 31 points, 11 rebounds in his last start, but without Gordon, this this Magic team just has very little chance of staying competitive, especially against newly crowned Defensive Player of the Year, Giannis, and that Bucks defense. So uh, there's no question the Bucks will win this one. It won't be close, but I think asking 14 is still a bit too much. God, I'm going to bet Orlando. I'm going to take the points, which means the Bucks will win by 20. Yeah, you're so 2019. You're so 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. 
you know, these games here, when, when the series is, you know, knocking on death's door for one of the teams, these are the hardest games to predict because how much heart does Orlando have? How much hope do they have in that locker room? Uh, Milwaukee, other side of the coin, how much killer instinct do they have? You know, it's, it's kind of funny. After the first game, I said 114 was the magic number to kind of stay with the Bucks, and Orlando can't sniff it now. Uh, the, the Bucks have clamped down on defense, and then they're, they're scoring. They're playing out of their minds. Uh, I, this series is over tonight, but it, then it becomes how much bench time is Giannis going to get, Middleton going to get. Um, it, it, this just makes this really hard. So for me, I think the Bucks probably blow them out and then start benching guys, and then the game gets a little closer at the end, even though it never was. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean the Bucks. But this is a really hard game for me to bet. The uh, last three games, the Bucks have won by 15, 14, and 15. Is there a line that we can say they're going to exactly land on 14? Exactly on 14? <laughs> yeah, a push. The, um, I think that Milwaukee is actually I, going to be highly motivated today because Miami, Toronto, and Boston are all done with their series. So I expect them to come out and just – lay the wood right from the right from the jump get out to a huge lead and then the, the big concern is what happens down the stretch um but one thing i know is if milwaukee is only ahead by 12 or 13 with just a little bit of time to go i can trust orlando to start following because uh, i think maybe they got some money on the other side too so i'm <laughs> actually going to lean milwaukee just out of fear but i'm close to betting them but i'm leaning yeah, for me, it's a lean on Orlando plus the fourteen. It's too many. They probably will get. They probably will lose by twenty. But it's just too many points. I'm, I'm going to lean Orlando plus the fourteen. The first quarter point spread is Milwaukee minus five. First half point spread was an eight. Milwaukee minus eight for the first half. That mm-hmm. might be the bet right there. Mm-hmm. I think so. And and when we speak about another game later, that might be another bet. So, oh, here you go. You got that one on the board. Too. This is the first so, half lines up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's another one you might want to look at. Is yeah. All first right. half of the Portland Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. OKC Houston. One of the more entertaining series we actually have right now. Uh, OKC, let's see. No, let's say Houston opened up minus two and a half. Houston's minus three now, but they're trending towards going three and oh, they, yeah, three and a half of the other books. All right. Yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook continues to be out for Houston. They've lost two straight games, yet Vegas, once again, has them as the favorites. Literally all of the money is coming in on them. Ooh. Yeah, but but it's understandable, right? The, the Rockets have been the better team in the series. But in true Missiles fashion, when they go cold from three, they cannot win a game. They had game four in the bag and then went four of 19 in the fourth quarter. In fact, one of those was just a, a, a last upheaval, you know, midcourt shot that went in. So when they go that cold, that's all she wrote. Uh, Billy Donovan must either have listened to our show or just listened to his senses, listened to reason, because Stephen Adams only played 26 minutes in the last game. Uh, OKC went with that smaller lineup, matched up much better with the Rockets. I can see more of the same today. And that is my major conundrum here. If Houston is hitting their threes, they win. If they don't, they lose. If OKC plays small ball, they can win. If not, they will lose. So it's my way of saying that I can't bet this one 
I will lean OKC with the points and save myself from this endless logic loop. But there's so many factors here of what could happen. And it, it I think it lives and dies with how OKC plays it, small ball or not, how they match up with Houston, and whether Houston can hit three-pointers or not. Those are the main factors here, and I can't decide. I can't disagree with anything that Max said. You know, Other than the fact that it just seems like OKC has to play their best basketball, and Houston can be off and, and missing threes and just chucking it, and OKC can still only you know squeak out a win. It just seems like Houston is the better team without Westbrook. With Westbrook, it doesn't matter. Oklahoma City has to play almost nearly flawless ball just to win by two or three points. I, I, it's so hard to trust Harden, but it just looks like he's the best player on the floor, and they're the better team. I go to, I'm not betting a lot today. This is probably the only game I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet the missiles here. Well, we're going to be on opposite sides, so <clears throat> maybe Arch can book it. I have Oklahoma winning this game uh, 110-107, and I'm getting points. So I have a lot of wiggle room to work with. You mentioned it, uh, Max, that Billy Donovan decided to go small ball two games ago when they went into overtime. And then overtime, he took out Adams and put in Gallinari, and they outscored him 15-3. to I think he's going to continue with the small ball, and the small ball will win for Oklahoma City today. All right. So you're betting OKC? I'm betting OKC. I need the words, Rich. I need the words. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'd, I, this is tough. I, I, I'm in the same boat. This is a really close game. I, I'm going to bet OKC. Fuck it. I'm going to bet OKC. I can always bet against Houston in the next game, the next series. So. I'll bet, I'll bet against OKC. I'll bet for him now. Rich, that uh, that total is 224. You got a much more wiggle room on the totals. Yeah, I, I do have a little bit of wiggle room on the totals, but I'm going to stick with OKC because I'm, I, I have them winning by three, and I'm getting three and a half. So. Yeah, but you don't care about the under there, 224 under? Yeah, I don't trust that under okay. in this game because I feel like they could end up in overtime and kill me. But if, if the Rockets – are hitting their threes, then I'll be on OKC and the under and, and get kicked in the both ways. You got it. All right. Last one, Portland Lakers. Portland opened up plus 13 and a half. They're 13 and a half or 14, depending on your book, Max. Yeah. Uh, Blazers have been overmatched since game two, and now they have to get out on the court without Damian Lillard. Uh, the gauntlet to get into the playoffs just weaken the blazers so that they can be these sacrificial lambs to the gods of los angeles um here's the blazers only hope carmelo anthony that is the blazers only hope boy if if Melo can give us that vintage performance tonight then the blazers have a chance of not being absolutely blown out which means the blazers will absolutely be blown out tonight uh I do expect Melo to get a lot of shots. In theory, this could be his last game ever. And it's against his buddy LeBron. And the Blazers really don't have much to play for. You're not going to push McCollum out there with a fractured back. So why not? Give Melo 30 shots tonight. Screw it. LA is going to win this one. It's going to be a blowout. I love that first half. Uh, But, I mean, when that bench comes in, 
<laughs> bench is going to be in in midway through the third quarter, probably. Uh, I think the Blazers can kind of cut into that. I, I'll lean Portland here getting those points just because I think the Lakers go on cruise control by you know may, maybe the first five minutes. But you like, but quarter. you like the Lakers minus the eight. I the, do like okay. Lakers minus the eight in 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 the first half, but I, I'm not going to give the Lakers my fucking money. Okay. Screw them. <laughs> You know, it was two days ago when they played. I think I was the only one still on the Lakers, and they took the Blazers out to the woodshed and beat them like Adrian Peterson's kid. It's uh, I, I, it's more the same, right? That other than the first game when the Lakers were stone cold from three point land, going three for thirty, the Lakers have dominated this series. And now you don't have Bubble King Damian Lillard. Uh, McCollum's got a broken back, and we're going to expect Carmelo to launch 40 shots. This just spells disaster. Uh, I agree with Max. I'll jump all over that first half, minus eight. Um, but look, they'll probably be up by 40, even if they start benching LeBron and Davis and Kuzma and whoever. I still don't know if the Portland can get within 20. I'll bet the first half, and I'll bet the game. I'm all over the Lakers here. Yeah, for me, this game is off the board. I just don't know if I think the Lakers are going to steamroll Portland. If I were going to bet anything, I would bet the opening half. I think that's a pretty fair bet plus eight for the uh, minus eight for the Lakers. But overall, I expect that you're going to see the benches playing and you just don't know what you're going to get with that. So I'm going to lean the LA Lakers for the overall game, but I I think I will bet them plus eight or minus eight for the first half. All right. Gotcha. And minus eight first half. Okay. That's a lean for me on Portland. Fuck it. I, I've been on the wrong side most of these games with the Lakers. Just, just for, Game one was the only time I was right. I'm going down, swinging. <laughs> lean for the Portland Trailblazers. All right. Max, what have you got? No hockey from Max? Max is muted right now. Three games on. Oh, geez, I see. You know, I, I pressed unmute, and I apparently did not press unmute. Uh, hockey today from Max. There's three games on the board today. Uh, I was talking for that whole time, by the way. Uh, I assume every still, time you click mute, Max, you're still just talking. You're just still just letting it run. I thought you just mute me. I thought <laughs> I'm just I just continue to talk and just mute me at some point. So so I stop. Uh, let's talk Islanders at Flyers here. You know, talk about Vegas playing this one close to their vests. Mm, again, uh, they're they're telling us coin flip, right? The Islanders shut out the Flyers in game one, and it continued two trends. Uh, for one, the Islanders' defense just continues to look dominant. Uh, the other trend is, again, not so favorable for Philadelphia, is their inability to score on a good goalie. And, and those two together combine to spell doom for Philadelphia, especially when the Islanders' offense can exploit some of those defensive woes of the Flyers. The Flyers have scored 11 goals in their last seven games. The Islanders have done that in their last three. Hmm. New York is 8-2 and two in the playoffs so far, and things could go cold eventually. We know the Islanders can't always win them all, but until they can show me, uh, the Flyers can show me that they can score some offense, especially against this really tight, really good Islanders defense, I'm going to have to back New York here. I'm going to bet the Islanders once again. As a note, though, right before I checked, the line did get a little bit better for the Islanders from what I saw. A tad bit. What do you got? You got it the same? A little bit. It opened up minus 106. It's minus 102 now. And the money's on them. So, minor trap 
cheapish, but I don't. I, I I'm not seeing it. I like the Islanders here. I wouldn't worry about it too much. It could just be the ground settling. The house is just. That, that's know, my thought. Making yeah. noise. Yeah, this was. I mean, there's only three games, but I, I did take a glance at this one. And you're right. I mean, the Flyers. I've kind of been on the Flyers. They got hot in in the regular season, but man, they just can't score. They can't score at all. And you're not winning any games putting up goose eggs on the scoreboard. Um, so I, you know, I agree with you, Max. Until the Flyers show that they can put some points on the board, you just kind of have to ride this Islanders train. I'm not even sure if this is an even. I, Vegas giving the Flyers maybe a little too much love. I think they eventually get one, maybe even two of these games. But I, you look, you got to just ride the Islander train here. I'm with you. Um, I'm going to – it's only going to be a lean because I'm just – I think the Flyers are going to get one or two, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get this one. So I'm just going to lean the Islanders. Well, the Islanders have won the last five versus the Flyers, and four of them have been by two goals or more. It seems like the whole – theme for the for today's hockey is style makes fights dallas seems to have colorado most people think is the better team than dallas but dallas seems to have the style matchup winning uh i think what six or seven of the six of the last seven same with tampa bay and boston in this particular case with the islanders and the flyers the islanders own the style war so i'm gonna join max i'm gonna bet the islanders until the flyers prove they can beat them yeah, man, Max has been calling it, so I see no reason to not. It's more of a bet on Max than anything. I'm going to bet on the Islanders, too. All right. There it is, Max. We're all yeah. following you. But, but three three fun matchups again today, as, oh, yeah. as Rich was pointing out. Uh, you know, that, that Tampa Bay-Boston game was was really fun to watch yesterday. I was on the wrong side of that one, but there was some luck, right? And, and this is what I say about hockey is I think luck factor – is more important in hockey than any other sport because you get a bouncing goal uh, puck and and that ends up at a goal and it happened for Tampa Bay twice yesterday. You got just two lucky bounces, and that put them ahead. Um, they outshot Boston tremendously yesterday, gave them their best effort, and had to go to overtime to win that one. So that's going to be another fun one today. And and again, Dallas up two zero on Colorado, put up ten goals over two games. Mm. We know Dallas's offense is not sustainable to that, so we'll see. We'll see if Colorado can bounce back today. But three fun matchups. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to watching them. I, I got the the Islanders uh, Phillies game at, at 2 p.m. today. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, Panther, what do you got for us, man? Man, I gotta tell you, I don't like today's baseball games, and I know we're going to cover. Uh, somebody's going to cover that uh, Yankee Braves game, so I want to touch on something that looks really, really off to me. And that's the Dodgers and the Giants. You've got Clayton Kershaw and Kevin Gossman. The Giants have won seven in a row. They're they're red hot. They're pitching well. They're hitting well. And now they're a plus 215. And Kershaw, I get it. It's the name, whatever. But he's been hittable. Over the last several years, he's been very hittable. I feel like Vegas is almost begging us to take the Giants and because you can't lay 250 on the Dodgers it, eight in a row is, is there value? I, I, I kind of want to take them. I kind of want to take the Giants here because in my mind there's value, but I also feel like Vegas is baitness. What do you guys think? Not, not a good game, man. Stay, stay off the Giants. I was leaning the Giants yesterday. That was the game to do it on. Uh, Kershaw has actually been spectacular over his last two starts just looks absolutely amazing out there. Uh, Dodgers 
have only lost two in a row twice this season. One of them, one of those is against the Giants, and that was early on in the season. Uh, you know, there's no surprise. The money's all over LA here. And you talk about that seven game winning streak. They beat the Angels three times, they beat the Diamondbacks three times. So I, I'm not too excited about that as a value play to here. I'm actually going to lean the Dodgers. There's no way I can bet this one. I just think the Dodgers come out and just thump uh, San Francisco today. I can't bet either with that line. And, you know, funny thing, Panthers, you said Vegas is begging you. I wrote down in my notes, Vegas is absolutely begging you to take the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were talking about this, you know, off show one of the couple of days ago, and I was commenting about how I feel like Vegas understands how most people put together their models and that they can manipulate the numbers into making you think, ah, look, I'm getting value on the run differential or I'm getting value in my power line. And they'll slant you towards the team that they want you to take because they're confident the other side's going to win. So mm-hmm. Vegas wants you to take the Giants. So I'm going to lean the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, Dodgers win the game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, is there enough value in taking the Giants? And eh, Not really. It's pretty close. For me, it's a lean on the Dodgers as well. But I can't bet that game. Panther, where did you end up landing? Are you going to, you going to take a piece of it? <clears throat> No, I'm really not. Okay. I just I just noticed that you know I, I, Gossman has actually pitched pretty well. I won't be surprised if this is actually a low scoring game and gets into the bullpen. And the Dodgers are really really freaking good in their bullpen. So, um, I, you know, I just I it was one that I wanted to make note of because there's probably people out there that are looking at it. And I was like, yeah. man, I want to talk about this one just for the Dgens because they were they're baiting us to take it. Um, I, I'm going to lean the Giants because I don't want to bet it. And there's absolutely zero value in taking the Dodgers. I'm going to lean the Giants, but it was just one that I wanted to talk about. Well, yeah, it's either take the Giants or stay off the game entirely. Exactly. So that's really all I'm bringing to the table. Okay. You don't want a piece of Seattle today? Let me find I it. I didn't even look at the pitching matchups. It's Walker and LeMay. LeMay Denison LeMay's pitch, pitching for San Diego. Zero percent chance. Here's the thing about this one. So there's rumors out there that the Yankees are interested in Walker. Um, so does A, does he even pitch if there's a potential trade? And B, he might go out there and deal an absolute gem to try and get his ass to Yankee Stadium. So um, I love LeMay, but uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't touch this game. Uh, not, not, not even with that plus 198 for Seattle? No? Listen, listen, you know, Seattle has a plus 12 run differential over their last 10. And now that might not sound super impressive, but this is the fucking Mariners we're talking about here. <laughs> this was the bottom of the league Mariners, and they have a plus 12 run differential over their last 10. It means they're winning more. They're 5-5 five and five over their last 10. They've won four straight. And when they're losing, they're close games. So three of their five losses have only been by one run. So to me, looking at this payout, and I, I love Denilson LeMay. I really do. But looking at this, it's hard for me not to like Seattle again. The problem is I got mine yesterday, and I have this rule. <laughs> you know, I try not to double dip. But it's close, man. I kind of like Seattle again to pull it out. Well, I think it falls in that same category as what we were just talking about with the Giants. You know, they got theirs yesterday, right? Um, the Mariners got theirs. I'm, I'm just not betting against LeMay. The dude's just money. He's nobody talks about him being a bona fide ace, but he just goes out there and he deals. And I I hear what you're saying about the Mariners. Um, it's usually because they're probably winning 
higher scoring games because their pitching just hasn't been that great. They've got some hitters on their team. I'm just I'm not touching this game right now with Walker being rumored to go into the Bronx. All right. Rich, what do you got? Well, let's touch on something that uh, a new user, War Eagle Hammer, wants us to talk about today. So let's talk a little bit about the Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees. The first matchup, I think, is Garrett Cole versus a young man named Ian Anderson, who's making his major league debut. We don't need to talk much about uh, Mr. Cole, but Mr. Anderson is uh, the Braves' number one pitching prospect. Young man has struck out 172 people in 135 innings last year at uh, single A, uh, double A, and triple A baseball for the Braves. So I expect the first game to be a pretty low scoring um, affair. I don't think we have a line on that one yet, but uh, we'll move on to the second game where I think these seven inning double headers give pitchers like Cole and Max Fried a, a big advantage. Uh, Freed has not allowed more than uh, two runs in any of his six starts this year. And he's going up against Tanaka, who struggled a little bit last time out. Uh, both teams are getting a little bit healthier. The Yankees are going to get Judge back. The Braves are getting back uh, Acuna and um, Marquecas. So I actually see some value in betting the Braves in the second game. So I'm going to bet Max Freed going seven innings, holding the Yankees to less than two runs or two runs or less, and the Braves winning game two. Well, we don't, I, we don't have a line okay. for game two. I just want to point that really? out. We, we have a line for game one. I got a, I got a line for game two. What do you I got? I can't find it. Let's see. Because um, we, got, we got Cole Anderson is Yankees plus 108, Braves minus 116. That's so ridiculous, though. How, how is Garrett Cole plus 108? Because the Braves are going to win. I have oh, – geez, this, is, this, is, this can't be right, but I have Yankees minus 170. Oh, Braves plus 156. Well, if that's true. Two. That's a bet. So I got Pinnacle. Yeah. So Pinnacle says, uh, so you're not seeing anything. I can't find it. SBR. Yeah. So I, I see Pinnacle, uh, Yankees minus 170, uh, Braves plus 156, DraftKings, Yankees minus 186, plus 150. I wonder if Cole's going to get swapped in that second game because there's no reason Tanaka, like Max Fried versus Tanaka, this, this should be his flip-flopped. If you're getting a plus line on the Braves, I, like I, I had this circled. I don't bet doubleheaders. I do not bet doubleheaders at all. But I saw a Braves plus line, freed on the mound, seven innings. I had that circled three times to bet the Braves here. I'm seeing uh, Atlanta minus 116 in the second game. So I don't know what it is. 116 is the first game. That's the three o'clock. Huh. Okay. Like... <sighs> right. That's a. The first game was the one that I had saw, yeah. and you know the Garrett Cole and a plus line, Yankees and a plus line with Garrett Cole on the mound. It, it goes right back to what we were saying about some of these other games. They're begging you to take the Yankees here, and I kind of, I'm like, I'm probably going to fall into this trap because Garrett Cole he got roughed up pretty good his last time out. It's only a seven inning game. Tanaka's not been going very deep, so I think they need to save the bullpen for that second game. So I'm probably going to bet the plus line on both sides. I want the Yankees in game one, and I agree with Max. I'm jumping on Max Freed and the Braves in game two. I, I just sent you over the lines yeah, that I'm seeing. I'm looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy, right? So, I mean, just to talk real quick while, while you're looking at that, yeah. Atlanta's 10-4 and four at home. Atlanta's not going to lose both games today. No. Not going to happen. The Yankees are only 6-6 six and six on the road. 
uh, and from what I'm seeing is is the the money's all over Atlanta in game two. Oh, geez, they, you'd have to be a plus one fifty six if you're getting so plus one fifty six. The line's getting worse though. That, that's the thing is the line's getting worse for them. So I mean, yeah, I if, if if this if this is the line, I'm I'm all yeah. They start. I think they opened plus one seventy nine. I'm all over the Braves here. If, if this is plus, if this was plus one fifteen, I'd still be all over the Braves here. But plus one fifty six, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. It makes, it makes you wonder if Vegas knows somebody's got some inst- like they know Freeman and Acuno aren't playing game two or something. Like what? What gives? Not none of that makes sense. Even if they don't play. Freed's only given up two runs uh, or less in all six of his starts. So they, if they only give up one, they only got to find two in seven innings. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm betting Braves both sides. Minus 116 game one. If they lose, they're going to they'll, they'll cash that. They'll cash that ridiculous uh, line. So, yeah, I'm taking Braves both games. Man, okay. Hopefully we can get some clarity here. We'll keep an eye on that and we'll post it on the website, which you can access on your app, Max. Did I lose everybody? No, I'm here. We're here. Uh, okay. Max can't unmute himself today. I can't. No, I'm having problems unmuting myself. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's, it's really ridiculous. So, yeah. Oh, you of all people. That would be. God damn. All right. Down to that... 75% today. That is it. Download the DGENS app for Android, for iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Just listen to us on the DGENs app. But if you need to listen to us anywhere else, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Data, TuneIn, Podsell, and iHeartRadio, no matter where you listen to us at, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Wednesday. Panther's here today. So, Rich, you get to do your final words and then hand it off to Panther. As always, we've covered a lot of ground today, and it looks like we'll have a lot of ground to cover online today, too, because I still have a few bets that uh, – we didn't talk about that I'll be posting for the uh, Major League Baseball. And as always, make sure that you uh, tell your friends about us. Let them know that if you ask us questions like War Eagle Hammer, we'll address them and make sure that we cover them. As always, friends don't let friends bet without absolute degeneracy. Panther, you're in Nebraska. Keys in. Take us home. Oh, we're, we're going the wrong direction to go home, but I'd say today is a really weird day, and you guys heard us talk about it we you know, big lines in the nba weird lines in major league baseball good lines competitive lines in hockey man just tread lightly today it's a it's a weird betting day but do do this let us know what you're doing let us know what you did yesterday let us know what you're going to do today but when it's all said and done kids make some money fools Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't 
don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 